Hello, I'm Andrew Siegel, and this is an extract from The Lime Regis Murders, with a preamble in verse. Three little piggies going to market each, changed their minds and went down to the beach. A lump and rock then cracked each head, and left the three of them all stone dead. The wine, earlier in the evening, meant the woman was caught unawares for a mere instant before recovering, but not before the kick aimed at her stomach had glanced off her body, the hobnail boot leaving her blouse ripped open, her ribs bruised and bleeding. She cursed under her breath before spinning round, kicking off her six-inch heels and facing her assailant, a shaven-headed giant of around six foot six, who must have weighed at least 280 pounds against her not inconsiderable six-foot and 160-pound frame. Despite boasting an advanced rating earned through nearly ten years of practice in Krav Maga, the Israeli system of unarmed self-defence, the woman felt a flush of real fear. Her scalp prickled and a line of perspiration ran down her back. She'd handled a number of not dissimilar situations, but not with a man of these proportions and seldom with so little notice. The bloodied, broken body of a young woman flickered into vision, a decomposing corpse lying hidden and undiscovered. Her corpse. There'd be no escape from this situation. Everybody had their time. This was to be hers. The alley was dark. A single street light gloomily reflected in the puddles of recent rain. There was no one in sight. No one to call to for help. She was utterly alone. Her pulse thrummed like a drumbeat in her ears, her chest hurt under its pressure. She was sufficiently pragmatic to accept she wouldn't survive. She thumbed the twin triangle gold amulet at her neck, a gift from her father, its Hebrew inscription designed to protect providing scant comfort. She never believed in the power of Obia. The occult was no more than children's games played out by the weak or the impressionable. Right now, though... She was ready to put her faith in anything. He came towards her again, cold black eyes boring into hers, a glint of steel in his left hand. Her mouth was dry, breathing almost impossible against the terrified constriction of her throat. A years of training mightn't save her, but if she was going to die, he'd know he'd been in a fight. Dragging her tight skirt frantically, unselfconsciously to her hips, she eyed the man, unkempt, unshaven and broken-toothed, as he leered at the tiny white knickers showing between bare legs spread wide as she adopted a crouching position. All right, my beauty, she muttered with a confidence she didn't feel. Ready when you are, except that she wasn't. The knife arced towards her head. The man was unpredictably swift, despite his bulk. The steel flashed this way and that as he swung the blade back and forth, seeking a fix aiming to rip the woman to shreds. She maintained her distance and swerved, dodged, parried, her breath coming in sobs, the years of regulation and self-control a fading fantasy. Then she had him, or thought she had. He'd lost his footing, slipped on the wet surface, looked as though he might fall, but still the point of the blade connected with the side of her head, slicing through the matte of caramel frizz with a sound like ribbing cloth, leaving a tapestry of red flooding down the side of her face and over one ear. Merth, she spat. She felt the warmth of her own blood, smelt his metallic fragrance. Again, the vision of her own demise presented itself. No one even knows I'm here, she thought. To die undiscovered. Poor Dad, she thought pointlessly. He'll never know. This time, 
The heel of her bare foot connected in a hook kick. She felt broken teeth impale themselves in her soul and grunted at the stab of pain. Discipline and her determination to persist produced an attack with the other foot, a windmill, a high axe kick, connecting with a man's face, breaking his nose and cheekbone, but he was strong, too strong. His fist connected with her stomach in a loud thump. She screamed as the breath was knocked out of her, realised she was weakening. Her legs were like jelly. The shock of an attack for which she was totally unprepared was leaving her shaking. He was punching her again and again in the chest and stomach, the knife flailing about, trying for another connection. She was out of fuel, running on empty. That was your extract. The book itself, The Lyme Regis Murders, comes out on Amazon in the middle of next month. Hope you enjoyed it.